Buckle up, it's the Insurance Dudes Podcast. Boom! Oh, we're back. Watch your, watch your levels, Mr. Jason. <laughs> That's what he said. Oh, oh no. No, you didn't. So oh, we're yeah. going to start. We're just going to dive in with Mr. Julian here and do a round of speed breakers. Are you ready, Mr. Mr. Julian? You get the official uh, anointment of the Mr. in your name. No idea what it is, but I will. And then we'll introduce you. Know, I'm, you. I'm ready. We'll see yes, if somebody can guess. Okay, great. So put the numbers up on the clock. We're going to see if you can beat the one minute mark. Here we go. Speed breakers. If your mullet caught on fire during a video shoot, who would be liable? If my mullet caught, oh Jesus, <laughs> the video guy. On a scale of one to 10, how impressed would your first crush be with what you're doing right now? 10. Did you ever sneak your parents' car out? I did. Yes. What? Nice. What is the most memorable song in Back to the Future? I'm too young for that movie. Then the follow-up will be very challenging to answer. Who wrote it? Oh, man. No idea. Yeah. I've only seen the first one, and I never... I'm not a big... I never really got into a lot of movies, so... Yeah. I'm I'm uncultured. But now nobody does anything with movies. So what else do we have here? How many kids? Zero. I was going to say, have you made cry? But we'll keep going. How many (laughs) Chucks could Chuck couldn't Chuck would? Probably four. If they couldn't. So if they couldn't, okay, four. We'll stick with that. Fastest mile? Like six minutes. Best Halloween costume. Great Gatsby. Oh, nice. Dog or cats? Dogs. That's right. Correct answer. Favorite American Idol? Episode? Person? Randy Jackson. I like him. There we yes. go. All right. Yeah. I like it. And then the one everyone <laughs> loves to answer, Trump or Biden? But you don't have to yes. answer that. But yes. yes. Correct. Yes. <laughs> awesome. You did pretty good. I don't know if it beat the minute, Appreciate the minute it. mark, Mr. Julian Probably. Chambers, but well, welcome Julian Chambers on the show. I think Jason has one follow-up question and then we'll get into your background. All right. I do. So uh-huh. who, what was the first concert that you ever went to? And you can go all the way back to Barney. Hopefully Man. we have a Barney in there. No one's ever Dream, said Barney. Dream Theater. It's a progressive Ooh. rock. Yeah. Yes. You know Dream Theater, dude. That, yes. Amazing. What's his drummer's name? Freaking dude. So it was good. Mike Portnoy, but now it's Mike Mangini. Yes. Mike Mangini. Yes. Yeah. Dude, he's a they're freaking, both phenomenal. He's insane. Oh my gosh, they're both insane. Jason's yeah. a drummer, so. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Dude, Mangini's Love the it. band, especially live. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Dude. So let's go back from the Dream Theater days and rocking all the way up to now. How did you get to where you're at, and what are you doing? Yeah, so I got out of high school in 2015. I'm 24 right now, so I'm a young guy. Compared, I mean, I don't know how many people you guys have that are younger, but 24, I got out of high school, went into a network marketing company, got started in business. I've been doing life insurance for three years, recently in a Medicare since August of 2020. And what I'm doing right now is selling lots of Medicare. I think I'm, I write about 10 Advantage policies a week. And yeah, so that's about it. For sure. Short synopsis, but I could go for hours because I'm 90. (laughs) Yeah. So so take us through that journey. Like, let's deep dive into that. Let's do it. So, I mean, I don't even know where to start, but when I got into life insurance, my buddy, Matt Timmon, who's my upline, got me into it a couple of years ago. And did he just say this is awesome and it's so much fun? Dude, he made like 20 grand on an annuity. And I was like, what are you doing? I got to know what's going on. And so I just joined in right after that. The money brought me in initially and I stayed for being able to help people. 
And I mean, obviously you can earn, earn a lot of money and set up your family for financial freedom. So not knowing much about the industry and diving in, what was the beginning of that like? Beginning was, it was a little rocky, but I pretty much just put all my faith in Matt at the time, who was my upline and just did exactly what I was told to do. They say, Hey, go meet with people, run appointments and call me when you get there. And so I would just call him right when I got in the home. And then I kind of figured it out. I kind of, I have this philosophy. If you guys follow Grant Cardone, it's commit and yes. then figure the rest out later. Really? So go in with certainty that you're going to figure it out and then just figure it out. That's I, tough though. It Most people don't do that, right? Most people, I mean, they want to know every answer to every question before getting on the field. What gave you the drive to just go about it that way where, you, I mean, you're pretty vulnerable at that point. Yes. I would say putting having someone else to be able to put trust into is very important. Obviously, you need to have the belief in yourself. And if you operate from the level of the belief, which is, hey, no matter what, I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to be fine. If you have that faith already, it helps a lot. And you get that faith from just knowing where you're going to go and priming the faith and the certainty into you. I'm a big believer in physiology. So if I move my body a certain way, I automatically get more certain, right? If I put my hands down, I'm ready to rock and roll. So if I go into an appointment primed with that certainty, I can just make a phone call to my upline if I have questions at the time, uh-huh. right? And so if I'll figure the rest out in the process later. You're right, though. A lot of people are, they need all the answers first. And uh, it's important to have some of the answers. But when you have someone else to lean on, if you can't lean on yourself at first, that's super, super important. Well, and you can never know everything anyway. So it seems like having to know all the answers is just an excuse to not have to do the activity. And we all know it's like you're going to mess up anyway, even when you do know all the answers. Absolutely. Make a mess and you can clean it up later. Right. I totally agree with that. Just come in like a wrecking ball. Yeah. <laughs> I came in like a... Yeah. There we go. There we go. You know my <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, that was... Uh, what's her name? Was mm. it Miley? Miley? I thought it was Miley. I thought it was Miley Cyrus, yeah. Oh, was it? That's two ah. against one. We win. Darn it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know my, uh, my female pop trivia very well. So you mentioned Grant Cardone. Were you into sales? Uh, he's obviously master salesman. Um, were you into sales prior to jumping into life insurance? I was not, no. I was big into Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins okay. was kind of the, and I think he's probably like the dude that everybody gets started with in personal development. Everybody comes from Tony somehow. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah. yeah, I started with Tony and then kind of just hopped in from there. Grant's something I've figured out in the last year and a half. What got you into Tony? Like what started your transformation? Man, that's a good question. I think I just didn't want to be average. Um, and I probably sound like Grant Cardone saying that, but I wanted freedom and the job I was at a retail manager at Marshall's, it wasn't giving me the okay. freedom I wanted. And I knew that long-term we're getting a little static here, but I knew that long-term, I wouldn't be able to be financially free, travel the world, do the things I want to do if I was going to stay in a job. I just kind of inherently knew that where I was wasn't working. And I watched my parents both struggle. My dad made a salary. He made good money, like 80 to 100 grand a year. My mom made a little bit of money too, probably 60 grand. And then they got divorced. And I lived with my mom primarily and watched her suffer. And I just saw that the system wasn't working. And there had to be something different. And I don't even know how, that's a great question, how I figured out Tony Robbins, but I got exposed to him at some point and kind of just dove into his content and was like, man, I know there's more out there. So I was just hungry for more. It's a good question though. What was the key content that you heard that kind of made you go, what? Well, one of the key things that drew me to Tony is the fact that you can be successful and be fulfilled at the same time. And you can have Mm. not only financial freedom, 
but you can have freedom in your family, success in your family, success in your faith, your fitness. You can have everything. Now, it's not always going to be perfect all the time. I'm definitely not saying that. You can have everything you want in life. But the, the fulfillment thing resonated with me. So anytime I listen to someone that's really successful nowadays, I always measure their success not only on their impact, their money, their results, but also on their fulfillment too. Are they happy? Are they enjoying it? Are they, are they fulfilled? Yeah, I love I, I love Tony that. with the he has that holistic approach because and and all of the greats we've talked with Robin Sharma great episode and and awesome. it's always about that balance having having all of those different parts dialed in and I love how you recognize look it's not always going to be dialed in you have the emotional intelligence to be able to handle that okay it's not dialed in over here right now wife is pissed right over here maybe everything is a sine wave it's going to go up it's going to come down and being able to recognize and spin all those plates and get there I love that. What? How are you doing that now? Talk a little bit about how you're balancing yourself because we don't know too much about the Medicare world and we'd love to hear more about that, the sales funnel, all of it. Yeah, that's a great question. So, And I totally agree with that. And by the way, I need to listen to that episode. If you guys pulled in Robin, Robin Sharma, that's a big deal. He's the 5 a.m. club guy, right? Yep. If I'm thinking the right one. Yeah. Okay, dude. How did you guys get him real quick? We've How did just, you pull him in? We've had a bunch of pretty amazing ones. Dr. Alex from... Uh, it's let's drop cool. the secrets on this. This is a good story. It's kind of I a sales funnel story. <laughs> this, was, this was a hustle. I mean, this is the same yeah, hustle. This, it's all the same, right? Hiring uh, sales for your agency and how we, get, how we would get some of these bigger guests on the show was all the same thing. It's just uh, you create the compelling story, the compelling sales pitch almost and yeah, the copy. you just yeah and then we just kept on and on uh we got garrett white garrett white did like one interview was it last year and like we were his only interview besides mm. his own content and it was i mean i know for garrett it was we got him two yeah, times which is crazy yeah and it, garrett robin a few other ones we would just a couple times a month hit him up and just kept mm. knocking down their door convincing you're, like no, no. Yeah, Instagram, see instagram is phenomenal because you can actually direct message you could text anybody right I mean, that's about all I do with Instagram. But we have our basically a script and just make it a little bit personal for each one. Not too much time because you just can't and just hit them. And now we don't. Now they just now people ask us. So yeah, they come um, to you which, guys. Yeah, which has made it nice. Uh, but as we we scaled right at the same thing, we didn't get Robin on the first one. It was leading up to that. The first, I can't remember who our first episode was. They were awesome, but we were able to leverage, you know, oh, now we have an audience. Hey, we have this many people. So we had some credentials. We have 200 episodes or whatever we have. And people stopped like, oh, like Ty Lopez has said he would come on multiple times and continues to not come on. So we'll eventually get Ty. I think he's been scaling as we've been scaling. And so maybe we need to get, catch a little bit closer to him. Dude, that'd be awesome if you guys pulled in tight. That'd be yeah. freaking amazing. So the balance thing, I totally agree. I listened to Kobe Bryant and he said, it's a teeter-totter. So whenever you have one area that gets really, really good, you can't really see my whole hand, but then the other area yes. goes up, the other one goes down. So <laughs> yeah. it's, it's all a balancing act. I think what's worked for me is having, first off, having clarity in each area of my life of what that looks like and what I want. What does my relationship look like? What's my fitness look like? And then reverse engineering from what I want and putting it into my schedule. And mm. this is really hard to do, but being where your feet is. When I'm at work, I try to stay at work and not think about my relationship. I try to be in each place that I am. When I'm at the gym working out, I'm working out, right? And that's easier said than done. But I think scheduling it into your day and then being present throughout the schedule is important. 
presence is an ever more challenging thing to do these days <laughs> with this, right? You have this, yes. thing, it's already filled with stuff. I mean, it just, I've gone to the thing where I turned, I've turned off all notifications and I had to actually add people on. So I'm on do not disturb all day long. And then like I had, <laughs> Jason couldn't get a hold of me. I'm like, okay, let me let you through. Like there's like five people that can get through the rest of them. You just can't, you know? And so Craig and I are the worst. Well, yeah. We are the worst. Heavily ADD. You know, and so talking, you know, it's like, oh, what about this? Oh, like, dude, we're we're still working on this. (laughs) You get pulled in so many directions. Yeah. And my girlfriend, fiance, she gets, uh, congratulations on me. Thank you very much. It's very recent. So last month, but she gets on me all the time. And especially with still have a chance, you still have the opportunity to eject. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm not fully committed yet. Right. (laughs) But man, ever since Clubhouse, Clubhouse came another out, one. oh my gosh, she's like, what are you doing? Get off of Clubhouse. Please come to bed. So The weekend that yeah, Clubhouse dropped, Jason get, sent me an invite and I'm like, I don't even know what the hell this is, man. I mean, I'm still trying to figure Same. out what Facebook is. No, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I, we get on there. And I'm like, oh, this is the best. you know. And then I'm like, I can't. I just can't do another rabbit hole. Like there's just LinkedIn. It's like, I don't even go there anymore. It's like just everything is just, you got to pick one, pick a lane and stay in it. It's really hard because that's like social is a whole nother rabbit hole with all these different plates that you'd have to balance, right? To get good at it. So what is your social strategy? Is that, is that, are you using social? I have Facebook and Instagram. Everybody, most insurance agents, it seems like are more on Facebook and more engaged there. So I'm on Facebook more often than I am Instagram. It's the easiest one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I love Facebook. I probably should have a LinkedIn. I think I have an old one from like years ago, but I, I don't really utilize Facebook that much. Okay. So you're linked out. Or link, LinkedIn, yeah. Linked I'm linked, so you're linked completely out LinkedIn. linked out. I'm not in. I'm going to turn it off. <laughs> so talk about like, because I know you've been pretty successful. So let's talk about, I mean, yeah, you went from not knowing anything, your buddy does an awesome $20,000 annuity. Uh, you jump into this, you're doing personal develop development. You're really trying to make this thing work. It seems to be kind of like the you're searching, you're finding that thing that'll get you to that point that you want to be. So how does that go? You, you started prospecting, you said, right off the bat. And yeah. Yeah, so I ran Facebook leads, Facebook life insurance leads, which I think is probably one of the first ways that anybody in life insurance get started, at least in final expense. A lot of people what? do leads, Facebook, direct mail. So I started off on Facebook. What year was that? And went from there. 20, it was three years ago. I think it was early 2019 or mid 2018. Okay. I'd say mid 2018. Right. Still doing it? Yes. It, it, okay. Less now, it's more Medicare now. And there was a period of time too, where I got out of the insurance industry completely and then came back in as well, which I didn't mention. So, oh, wow. um, but Facebook leads, dialed yeah. those and ran those. And then now I'm doing direct mail, LIS leads, low income subsidy leads. I'm starting my first seminar this coming month. Oh, cool. And then a lot of Facebook stuff. I have Facebook video ads that I'm doing and, and whatnot. So Facebook's been, it's been good. And you can still target pretty well? Yeah, absolutely. Love you can't it. target low income people. You can target high income. But um, a lot of times I leave the targeting pretty open. I'm definitely <laughs> not a Facebook whiz. So, so you, you leave it, but it's to protect the low income for some reason. Yeah, for some reason. You can target other ways, the low-income people. You think that there's a greater need 
for but so you have you're running the pixel and you're just letting the pixel figure it out pretty much yeah facebook will figure it out like the pixel will figure it out facebook will figure it out and i could be completely wrong because i'm not a facebook expert i'm sure some people are probably gonna watch this be like this guy sucks he's doing it all wrong but it's just what's worked for me you know everybody somebody will always say you're doing it wrong absolutely and it's all results right it's not about you're getting results who cares about doing it yeah, it's about yeah. doing I mean, Craig and I always talk about leads and stuff and it's like everybody's looking for the perfect lead. And it's like it dude, just exist. get leads and do well at, at your yeah. process. Fix you just gotta process. get in front of people. Yeah, yep. just get in front of people. Yep. Like it's that simple. Once you get in front of them, you'll figure it out. Yeah. With so with our telemarketers that we have a company that does all that, that's what they'll say. Well, we need the good leads. It's like, no, you just need the volume. You need as many people running through that funnel as possible. You know, how much do you want to sell? I want to sell 200,000. Okay, well, then you better have 10 telemarketers and be pumping 350 leads through every day. That's just the yeah. way it works. That's the way the math shakes out. And, Man. Oh, but that costs this. Well, then you're not going to have 200,000. You know, if you so, find the good leads, please reach out to me. Yeah. I've been looking for years. <laughs> Actually, send it to. Text the good leads to us at 520-214-2219. Then we will shoot them over to Julian. Please. That would be amazing. (laughs) We'll make sure. (laughs) We'll make sure to give the good ones right to Julian. (laughs) Absolutely. But I think going back to the commit first thing, that's a big thing I think about a lot because I see a lot of new agents coming to the business and they have that, what do they say, paralysis by analysis deal. It's just fear. The only reason you wouldn't go get in front of someone is you're afraid because you're uncertain of the result. But if you prime yourself with the certainty that you're going to figure it out, it's going to work out. Right. The worst you're going to happen is they're going to call you ugly and you smell bad and you leave. Like, right. And that's, and that's only if you fart in front of them. So you're not yeah, going to. Exactly. Yeah. You, you can control that. But so, in the so, car before you walk in. Yeah, do, roll the window down. Take care of that beforehand. Yeah. But it is interesting <laughs> that you're, I like how you said that. Be Have certainty that you're going to figure it out. Not certainty that you're going to win right now, right? Certainty that, hey, look, certainty that if you do this thing, you're going to, if you're not an idiot, you're going to know there was some result from what you did. And now you can change what you do in order to augment what that result is. And you just keep tooling, right? Yeah. And it's so easy to model other people too. Tony Robbins talks about that. You can just model somebody that's already winning and just do what they're doing. It's that simple. And one of the biggest ways that I get my certainty is affirmations. And I don't just say the affirmations are like, I'm happy, I'm positive, I'm a millionaire. It's like, I, I say- People like you. I'm a, yeah. People love, isn't that uh, SNL? Yeah. Isn't that yeah. old yeah. SNL? Yeah, 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 I remember that. Gosh darn it, people like me. <laughs> yep. But I, I really Stuart speak- Pope, Stuart yeah. something. Yeah. Smalley. Stuart like Smalley. That, but I have specifically what I want and then I speak it physically. I embody it. I'm not just saying loud. I'm actually using my whole body. I'm speaking it. I'm priming it into my body. Literally, that's my freaking, that's my anchor to like be ready to fucking go. When I do that, like I'm in state, I'm like, boom, let's go. Love it. So that's yeah. a huge game changer. You change your physiology. Tony talks yeah. about that a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Have you gone to business mastery? I, I have not. I did UPW virtual this last year and I have a Tony Robbins coach. I've paid like over 10 grand now just to be coaching with him. I do a session almost every other week with him. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Greg, that's another thing that we can spend money on. On Business master, a coach or business mastery? Yeah, both. The business mastery (laughs) is a blast. Like I've gone and yeah, it's nothing. I didn't know. I knew, you know, I'd read a couple of books, but I didn't know too much. And then when you walk in and then he's dropping F-bombs and like picking somebody out of the crowd and doing this interview, I'm like, holy crap. I mean, it is. The energy. 
unreal. Like, and you're there from seven in the morning till one at night, and you don't even realize it. Dude, I've been itching to get to a live event because we we had to do the virtual. But man, once it opens back up, they're saying maybe the end of the year. But if it does, I'm freaking there. Yeah, well, it'll be in Florida. Is the virtual good? (laughs) The virtual is pretty good. I think there was some parts that were unnecessary. And they were kind of just buying time throughout the day in some of the parts. And, and that wasn't great. I don't know if that's because it's virtual or because it's UPW and they want to get people into the other events because it's just only a three-day event instead of a five or seven. But You just did the one that they had? I think it was yeah. in November. Yeah. Was Todd Hartley was one of the speakers, wasn't he? So he's been on our show too, a friend of mine from college. Okay. But okay. I know that he was either he either spoke at the last one or he's speaking at the next one, which is pretty crazy. Okay. Like he, I think he took over for David Meerman Scott. Who we also had on the show. Okay. We're like circling around Tony, but he's pretty hard to grab. <laughs> Very hard to grab. I can only freaking imagine that. First, if we got Russell, then I think we could leverage that into Tony. That would be huge. Yeah, they're like good friends. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. To be continue. Hey, Jason. Yes, Mister Craig. That was another awesome episode, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, if people want to get a little bit more action and, and learn how to do uh, write 100,000 in premium yes. off of even the worst internet leads, where could they go? They can go to live.teledudes.com. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Are we going to be there? Yes. It's a weekly call that we're doing right now. That will It's live, and it will show you the process. The entire process is mm, super awesome. Mm, I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sign up right now. Live.teledudes.com. Live.teledudes.com. That's live.teledudes.com. Hey, Craig, there's a new community that we are starting that I cannot wait to tell everybody about. It is our live texting community where you and I are going to answer people's questions and give them free content right are you kidding me we get to talk to them yeah which is awesome but they have to opt in they have to text us at 520-214-2219 that's 520-214-2219 nice i'm gonna gonna respond to these texts i'm gonna respond to them for sure live i'm into it too it's gonna be awesome and it's a it's gonna be our new texting community where we're gonna get back to everybody that we can and drop some crazy content free content and free um the calculator that you just came up with Mm. that's right the calling calculator sales material i mean everything for insurance agents this is it it's the best texting community out there for insurance agents well what the heck is that number again i can't remember it it's 520-214-2219 that's okay. 520-214-2219. I love it. I'm going to text it right now. 520-214-2219. All right. I'll see you later, Mr. Jason. Bye, Mr. Craig. Wait, do they even listen to this on the radio anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Nice. Uh, all right.